<laughs> You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Mary Shelley, eat your heart out. Or, wait, no, reanimate it. Or, wait, hold on, I don't know how Frankenstein goes. I don't remember exactly. Something with, like, a body and a body parts, and there's probably a the penis or a heart somewhere. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker, there you go. <laughs> Want a date? Uh, <laughs> and that was the opening to the review for Birth Rebirth. And uh, my name is uh, Wright, and today I have with me to talk about this movie, I have uh, TC. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't, it, the Mary Shelley evocation was there. Right there. Hey, <laughs> we're, we're, we're swinging and we're knocking them out of the park. Uh, <laughs> and we have Jordan. Hello. Don't forget, Mary Shelley pretty much created science fiction and horror. It's true. There you go. This is it's very apt for you to, to say Mary Shelley evoked that, right? Because this is a Frankenstein's monster story. A hundred percent. Actually, I, I'll i get into this a little bit, but it felt like, huh, what if, what, what if William Friedkin somehow did Frankenstein and it felt like that? Sure. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could definitely see that. I mean, definitely like in his later career with like Bug and um, uh, Killer Joe, I was like, yeah, this seemed kind of right oh, up his alley. Yeah. Oh, R. gross. I. You're right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't put the Killer Joe reference together till just now, and it's that, that filth. You yeah. don't want some K-Fried scene? <laughs> <laughs> so Birth Rebirth is a, a film uh, about a morgue technician successfully reanimates the body of a little girl. But to keep her breathing, she will need to harvest biological materials from pregnant women. When the girl's mother, a nurse, discovers her baby alive, they enter into a deal that forces them down a dark path of no return. Thank you, IMDb. (laughs) Uh, And this is written and directed by Laura Moss, who this is her first feature, which is kind of fantastic. She has a really great eye, and I'm looking forward to talking about this with you, too. And um, the uh, morgue technician is played by Marin Ireland. And I've seen her peppered throughout a, uh, some TV shows. I think Why the Last Man she was in for a hot minute, that fucking terrible show. How unfortunate. How unfortunate. <laughs> uh, I love the comics, but... Ugh. And uh, and Judy uh, or uh, Judy Reyes uh, plays uh, Celie Morales. Mm-hmm. And Judy Reyes, I love her to pieces because I loved her in Scrubs. And, uh, and she was in, um, what was it, a Smile for like a hot minute. Um, but she just always brings something else to the character. And she needed to bring a lot to this, too, because this is a pretty disturbing and also really intense story where Ju- uh, Judy Reyes' daughter, she tragically dies, uh, just that's the, the beginning of the movie. We're not spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Mary Marin Ireland's character, the technician, um, 
she's basically a mad scientist, uh, Dr. Frankenstein, who then figures out a way to reanimate or at least bring the daughter back to life in some form or fashion. And of course, you know, there's like, you know, thinking about the, the monkey's paw thing or even just Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is like, there's always a catch. In yeah. Horror. yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'd love to hear what y'all thought about this uh, because this is going to be, or I think it's already premiered on Shutter at this point now. Um, but this is a, a, I would say, a pretty good, uh, you know, opening entry for Laura Moss's career. So, yeah, TC, what did you think about uh, Birth Rebirth? Well, I signed up for this because Carla from Scrubs was in it. I do adore her. Scrubs is my Desert Island show, so I just saw that she was in it. I was like, I'm in. I don't, I don't need to know much more than that. And yeah, it, again, we've evoked Frankenstein plenty here. That's what this is. It is disturbing and gross and mm-hmm. upsetting. And to find out that this is the first time feature for someone is remarkable because there is a control mm-hmm. in this. It's got Cronenbergisms. Totally. It's it is it is upsetting, but it never is upsetting in such a way that it's it's gratuitous like it's yeah like there are things dealing with fetuses and pregnancies in this that are nightmare fuel if you've ever been through a pregnancy i've i'm an uncle nine times over so like i my sisters have had my (laughs) sister-in-law like i've been around pregnant women the the fear that is always apparent in in gestating a human life is real Add on top of it that a mad scientist might be jamming needles towards your baby's skull just to get a little bit of that ambionic fluid. Mm-hmm. Oh, skin, skin crawling. And, yeah. And I didn't know what to expect from this because I just watched that first little bit of the trailer, saw that uh, Razor's in it. I was like, I'm in. This looks creepy as hell. And boy, did it not disappoint. Oof. It's it's one of the few times with like science fiction, like lo-fi science fiction films like yes. this. Where yeah. when I say lo-fi, I'm talking about more of like budgetary uh, restraints and just the way they're shooting it, where it's not like too ridiculous, where it kind of reminds me of Primer, where like, mm. wow, did they just invent uh, time travel? Like it looks legitimately a way that they were able to do that. And he was like, wow, did they just figure out a way to actually reanimate corpses? Like it kind of <laughs> feels like that. And uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Jordan, what did you think? I found this to be remarkable. I I too signed up because I thought, hey, Judy Reyes in a big prominent leading role that would be cool. And I'm amazed by the fact that if this is, this is a first time feature, it's remarkable. It is deeply disturbing, but the but the thing that makes it most disturbing is how intimate this movie is because mm-hmm. we are because like 90 percent of this movie is pretty much in uh the technician's apartment mm-hmm. and you it, it forces you to sit there that's a, that's a reason why i said like this is a, if the late great now late great uh william friedkin had made frankenstein because it was giving me right vibes of 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 films of his like the exorcist obviously but also yeah his later career with bug and killer killer joe but also weirdly and this is because of the one apartment setting uh the original version of the boys in the band which i actually have seen now oh yeah 
since reviewing the Netflix remake. And it it really culminates. Uh, the performances are amazing. Marin Ireland, just real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, she is too good and so unnerving mm-hmm. as this very cold and analytical doctor and she has a really interesting journey. Sorry, Jordan and I. Yeah, no, no, no. I do agree. She'd do great at the Vulcan Academy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the emotionlessness, the the absolute disconnect from science and humanity. It's it's oh. Judy Reyes as Cecily is fucking phenomenal. She she really puts everything into this. You absolutely get to see her wide range here if and it I, I also gotta admire the again the production of this movie because again Laura Moss just keeps this focus on one central location and y- she gets a lot out of it there's like a 1970s era like look and tint to this yeah though it is modern day because it's again it's just disturbing to think about and it is it is modern day but it does have a timelessness feel to it the the technology isn't sci-fi even though these are very sci-fi ideas there's a fantastical nature here but it's all really really grounded yeah and grounded by the the heart and humanity of reyes and uh the technician uh, marin uh, her her coldness and the, and balancing those two science and humanity to mm-hmm. bring life back into yeah. existence it's it is it is literature it's like watching yeah. a good piece of literature brought fully to life for our eyes and ears to consume and what's really interesting is that uh Laura Moss is also a uh, she's been a production designer uh for a lot of her career as well and so you could you could definitely tell like oh okay she she knows all about like you know putting all the details everywhere where you also get the sense like to to y'all's point about this um you know it's taking place in present day but it has this odd like timelessness to it or even like 1970s feel to it like you're saying jordan is that a lot of the technology that uh marin island's uh character has in the house is all like from the 80s and 90s like a lot of like old vhs tapes of things that she was like recording on and like or any mini dv tapes anybody and uh (laughs) yeah i was like hey i did the leonardo DiCaprio. like hey i know what that is and uh (laughs) and it's um it's it, it was very apparent of how much attention to detail the movie was committing to just the the setting itself the design and definitely the characters because you you also get to dive into like, okay, well, if people were able to do this, then what happens to them? Not just like, you know, physically, but just mentally. Yeah. Do they, and then how does like legitimately, if the body does come back to life, do you raise it basically like a baby again? Like what, what are the actual steps that take place? And, it's really interesting, even though it's like a what I don't know ninety minute movie. It's it's pretty like a just a. And I also wanted to mention two things. One, AJ Lister, who I, who plays the little girl, is amazing. Oh man, yeah, I yeah, think she's she, great. Yeah, I think she did a phenomenal job. 
and it's such like heavy material. You're just mm-hmm. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, they, there's definitely a sensitivity officer on set who would be like, okay, now listen, this is pretend. We're going to do this now. <laughs> be dead. Yeah, definitely. And I will say, whereas Mary Shelley's original Frankenstein uh, was taken as a bit of a swipe of just the absolute fucking hubris of men, present company excluded, uh, to be like, <laughs> look, we're the ones that give life, all right? So, fuck y'all, we're the best, and just show, like, you kind of suck. Uh, but to have this, a little bit more like The Bride of Frankenstein, because it shows like what are you willing to do for someone you really do love obviously very different circumstances than bride of but it re- th- th- this really does show a uh, a deep desperation there's an element in sci-fi that's coming up in the past couple of years but very much this year this is not the first movie we've watched about a parent in a science fiction movie named Judy but it funny enough played by played by a Judy funny enough who is doing everything they can for their loved one this is the science fiction that we are getting as a result of a couple of things particularly covid yeah. losing people under extreme circumstances and and feeling the helplessness of that but also because this is two women because this is about motherhood there's body autonomy discussions being had in this movie that is very reflective through this science fiction lens of mm-hmm. what this country is doing to to women and their autonomy. Oh, it absolutely is. It's like, wh- okay, what if Mary Shelley was around and was mm-hmm. able to exercise her opinions about the current Supreme <laughs> Court? This right. would but I think, kind of be the result. It, it would be. And, and that's why this is really, really good science fiction. And and people have that misconception. I This is a refrain I go to often. You hear sci-fi, you think aliens and lasers and explosions. Right. No, 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 no. This is, this is that deep, true science fiction that is delving into morality issues and mm-hmm. humanity and what's what what's the line between what science can do and what humans should do? This is right. This is prime prime sci-fi. It it feels like uh like old school Outer Limits. Yes, like just oh. an extended Great. episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, where it, again it's just a morality play, like, or that's just really what it is. Like, like to what you're talking about, Jordan is like, what would you do for a loved one, especially if they died and you actually had the chance to bring them back, because. We've probably seen this type of story plenty of times, but the way that like the care and the delicacy that it was, you know, portrayed with this film is it's not it's very rare to see it this way. And because uh, it, it could have been exploitative, it could have been super gory. Where oh, it yeah. is gory, but it reminds me more of like the autopsy of Jane Doe. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, this mm-hmm. is very matter of fact, and uh, and it's just so unnerving the way that. Marin uh, Ireland. I don't. Even, we, I, we can just admit it. We don't know her character's name because it's not on on uh, IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rose. Uh, and it's Rose, Rose. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know, like, from her uh, point of view, just like how she views everything. Even though this is it's this person's daughter, and they form this really weird odd couple relationship, and that's really engaging too. Like, it's just front to back. I think this is great. So let's. With that, going to final thoughts. Uh, Jordan, how about you lead the way? Uh, I will say this movie has one of the most chilling endings I've seen mm-hmm. in a while. Mm-hmm. I will just leave it at that. 
Um, I absolutely love this movie. It, 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 for all the reasons we just said, it is very much a modern day. <clears throat> it is very much a modern day take on Mary Shelley's iconic fucking story and almost being like you know a tribute uh, of sorts of being like mm -hmm. thank you for paving the way not just for this you know groundbreaking genres but you know for women to be able to do this and yeah also the tc's point to be like yeah this is kind of what we're gonna get with uh you know the rights of women's bodies not being left up to the fucking women but uh, what I can say is I highly recommend this. It's uh, it's one of my favorites of this year so far. Uh, amazing performances, incredible direction, just uh, and just some of the most unsettling intimacy uh, shots I've seen in a while, in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give this nine out of ten zombie pigs, and that'll make sense when you see the movie. <laughs> pigs. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's some pig. <laughs> uh, TC, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is not a crowd pleaser. This will not be a blockbuster. This, I don't even imagine this getting a theatrical release. It's I do see this. Not a gut buster. What's that? It's not a gut buster. No, no. This is, <laughs> this is, this is not for the faint of heart. This is not. This is not a mainstream movie, and that's okay because this is for sci-fi horror fans. Uh, mm -hmm. We've evoked several directors at this point, but there is an incredible bit of of storytelling. Strike that. There's an incredible amount of storytelling being portrayed through the way the camera moves, how slow and quiet portions of this movie are, how dynamic these performances are, in specific situations, in specific moments in this that, that are like, oh, God, I, I, I have to look away, but would I do this? Is this what I would do? And this is that's the kind of sci-fi I constantly praise, that I, I go back to is the ones that make me question myself and the world I currently exist in. And being that I have an English degree, I have actually had to read Frankenstein more than once, and every mm -hmm. time I go back to it as a book... I, I take something new from it because of the experiences I've had as a human being. And, and the book starts changing from my new perspective. Whenever there are Frankenstein parallels or allegories or straight up homages, it's a toss up because sometimes it is the, we'll just say fun ideas of Frankenstein mm -hmm. where it's like, Oh yeah. Whether it's your uh, goofy versions or, or just like, more send up cool versions. This is what Frankenstein is really like. Frankenstein is unsettling and creepy and is a nightmare. <laughs> and it's mm -hmm. it's and this movie isn't going to be throwing stuff in your face that's going to have you jump and scream. It's going to make your skin crawl. And a lot of those crawls come from questioning yourself. Performances. It's a two-hander. There is a third woman in this who, uh, the redheaded woman whose name escapes right now, who adds an element of questioning mm. yourself throughout this. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this. But again, this is not for everyone, and I completely understand that. Uh, but uh, yeah, end of the day, uh, I'm going to give this a seven out of ten moments of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just. Oh god. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love that. I um, what I think the the message that it's uh, trying to portray or the topic it's really uh, talking about is the acceptance of death, no matter how cruel or brutal or abrupt it is, mm. and then not dealing with it. And so this is that you know the bad form of grief uh, or one of the the symptoms of it, and uh, and this then taking to an extreme of like what you would do and using sci-fi and horror elements to to portray that and uh, and it does it so well this these are the type of movies that i love watching where like for how like low budget is and small it's like oh this is why i love movies and it inspires me more more so we're like man i i this is something i wish i made Mm -hmm. uh and uh because it's like this is a solid just entry I, I cannot wait to see what laura moss does after this if she's gonna stay in horror land if uh, she is but god only knows because she's just has such a great eye and again just great production design at the same time but just gets these awesome very intimate performances uh from the the two leads and everyone else in it too and and like you said jordan uh, aj lister is the the daughter and uh it's it's a really interesting interesting story where it, it and the places that it goes where it's it's at least different enough where you're like oh i did not know that they were gonna do this dynamic uh uh between the two uh uh female characters you're like oh man that's gonna be interesting to see like well the the zombie girl (laughs) like (laughs) like one more than the other but i'm and like what you said jordan one of the most unsettling endings and i was really trying to like get in front of it too like okay i think i kind of know how this is going to end and it surprised me I was like, oh, my God, this is how it ends. And uh, I applaud it for it so much because it was the perfect ending for it. Like, there's no, really no other way to do this unless it's going to be, like, cheesy or just, like, horribly heartbreaking and trite. And uh, and the way that it does it, it's more horrifying than anything else. So with that, I'm going to give it a uh, 9 out of 10 um, – uh, mini DV tapes that we all had as uh, old filmmakers uh, in our high school days. And we thought that was the, the way of the future, the way of the future, the way of the future. 